Section 13 of The Universal Religion Baha'ism Its Rise and Social Import This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater The Universal Religion Baha'ism its rise and social import by hippolyte dreyfus barney section thirteen baha'ism and society the baytul adl those who have only known the history of this movement through the ignorant or partial accounts of mussulman writers have sometimes allowed it to be understood that the bahai society or rather the babi society which alone has attracted their investigation has shown marked tendencies towards communism and in short is merely an anarchist sect in the very face of the abnegation of the martyrs who without calculation sacrificed their worldly goods before shedding their blood for the cause in the very face of the generous enthusiasm which made them treat as brothers those who entered their ranks calumny soon misrepresented acts of most noble fellowship and even attributed to them motives that morality could no longer approve of now if bahaism teaches us not to be attached to the things of this world it insists just as much on the legitimacy of individual property which alone can assure the progress of societies moreover far from sympathizing with anarchical theories it has always imposed upon believers as a first duty respect for the laws and customs of each country a better example of the way in which this essential principle is followed could not be given than by showing the attitude adopted by the bahai mussulman women in the question of the veil it is known that the bab himself explaining to his disciples that in muhammad's judgment only the wives of the prophet had received the order to hide the face had relieved the believers from the painful restraint of the veil now since baha'u'llah has made respect for customs an essential obligation we see women in persia egypt syria continuing to follow a custom the sudden abandonment of which would profitlessly risk scandalizing the population in whose midst they live and that although personally they have no sympathy with an ancient custom which they find exceedingly inconvenient this detail of little importance in itself is however significant in as far as it denotes a spirit 
diametrically opposed to anarchist tendencies besides with regard to a government understanding its mission in the manner we have just explained the first duty of subjects is the observation of the laws and an avowed respect for established authority thus well-regulated societies are formed in which executive and legislative power combine to produce progressively the necessary reforms there will be no more need then to fear the tyranny of autocracy than the excesses of demagogism the third ishraq commands the executing of the laws for this is the primary means for the maintenance of the world the heaven of divine wisdom is illumined and shining with two orbs consultation and kindness and the tent of the order of the world is hoisted and established on two pillars reward and retribution note baha'u'llah tablet of ishraqat page thirty four end note the administration of the baha'i society is entrusted to an organ created by baha'u'llah and bearing the name of baytul adl or house of justice whose constitution for each town is ordered by the kitabul aqdas the rules fixing its province the spirit which should preside over its deliberations and its acts make it the instrument essential for the propagation of bahai principles in the world god has imposed on every town the erection of a baytul adl where men are to assemble according to the number of baha note the value of baha according to the abjad notation is nine end note if they surpass this number it matters little they should figure to themselves that they are in god's presence and see what is invisible they should be divine agents in the casual world the representatives of god for those who are on earth and defend for love of god the interests of his servants as they would defend their own thus the kitabul aqdas note kitabul aqdas in the place cited page eleven end note expresses itself in each bahai community the members will elect then a council of at least nine members chosen from among the worthiest of them who will be entrusted to take in hand the social interests of the community as well as those of individuals whether it be a question of material difficulties between the believers or of interpretation on a point of doctrine or else a question of protecting minors and incapable persons it is on this council that the responsibility will rest 
passages regulating its prerogatives are very numerous and we shall see that this term of baytul adl in baha'u'llah's judgment is not only applicable to a kind of family council similar to the one of which we have just spoken but much rather is it a generic name designating especially the sacred character which in the bahai society all legislative and administrative councils should assume the men of the house of justice of god baytul adl must night and day gaze toward that which hath been revealed from the horizon of the heaven of the supreme pen for the training of the servants people for the upbuilding of countries for the protection of men and for the preservation of human honor note baha'u'llah tablet of ishraqat page thirty three end note this passage as we see is very broad it imposes on the council as its principal department in the city the care of superintending education the works of baha'u'llah and the instructions of abdul baha cannot leave the least doubt in our minds as to the importance attached by bahaism to the education question whilst religions up to the present have more or less deservedly been accused of being anti-educational whilst none of them have entirely liberated reason from the fetters of dogma bahaism on the contrary teaches that man can only approach god by first developing his intellectual faculties which will permit him to take his share in the amount of knowledge acquired by past centuries thus he will be able to read the book of nature and find thanks not only to the teaching of the inspired masters but also to the effort of introspection the great moral and spiritual truths which reveal the divine man has not justified his superior position in the scale of nature nor developed his individuality till he has attained this stage of his evolution therefore the first duty of parents is to give to their children as complete an instruction as possible this duty is identical for boys or girls a father is commanded to bring up his son or daughter by science and letters and all which the tablet enjoins should any one neglect what has been inculcated the agents of the baytul adl order him if rich to pay the amount necessary for his education or else the expenses devolve upon the baytul adl which we have made a refuge for the poor and homeless note kitabul aqdas in the place cited page eighteen end note the importance attached by baha'u'llah to the mission of educator is still recognized in that the kitabul aqdas 
ranks the latter amongst the number of those called to receive the succession ab intestato note the same place page ninety one end note he who gave us instruction gave us intellectual life he has a right to a place in our affection and respect a fact up to the present too often disregarded giving him hereditary rights bahaism creates an innovation that future legislation would do well to adopt abdul baha likewise constantly returns to this point in his letters addressed to the believers of all countries he especially insists upon the necessity of teaching girls not only because it is instruction alone that will free the eastern woman from her terrible inert condition in the islamic harems or the brahmanic zananas but because even in our western countries women too often receive an insufficient amount of instruction to be of any use in preparing them to fulfil their duty in life is not the mother man's first educator who will deny the influence of early principles impressed on a child's soul later on in life how can we expect a more perfect civilization if the half of mankind remains in the darkness of ignorance no one doubts moreover the considerable influence that can in the future be exercised by women for the triumph of ideas which until now have come to nothing but which are essential for the progress of societies the majority of sociologists recognize the fact that the struggle against war alcoholism indifferent labor organization and in general all the misfortunes which decimate humanity will only bear fruit when women will be prepared for combat is it necessary to state that it is not only a question of instruction properly so called and that it could not suffice to inculcate the child with the most diverse notions of all sciences within his reach we must especially form his morals teach him to know his own mind to be conscious of himself and of his dignity show him how the development of society is intimately bound up with his own personal development for he is merely a link in the infinite chain of creation too often the shocks that agitate humanity hindering it in the way of progress are only brought about by this want of moral education which prevents man from turning to account the knowledge he has acquired without being able to assimilate it correctly thus new scientific discoveries modifying the conditions of existence when mentalities have remained at the same point sometimes produce painful social disturbances it will specially be the religious side of instruction without which it would risk being entirely corrupted which will remedy this state of things 
schools must first train the children in the principles of religion so that the promise and the threat recorded in the books of god may prevent them from the things forbidden and adorn them with the mantle of the commandments but this in such a measure that it may not injure the children by resulting in ignorant fanaticism and bigotry note baha'u'llah words of paradise page fifty three children should be taught the meaning of scriptural allegories so that they should not become fanatics End note. there is no fear of such a prescription emanating from such an authority ever running the risk of being disregarded or of generations instructed in bahaism ever falling into fanatical excesses besides the bahai communities of the east have already on several occasions given proof of their moderation and liberalism the principal function of the baitul adl after the superintendence of education is the protection of minors and of the incapable as well as the directing of works of assistance we exhort the men members of the house of justice and command them to guard and protect the servants maidservants and children they must under all circumstances have regard for the interests of the servants blessed is the prince who succors a captive the rich one who favors the needy the just man who secures the rights of a wronged one from the oppressor note baha'u'llah words of paradise page fifty five End note. this is certainly a most important province of the baitul adl and one which perhaps shows most clearly to what extent baha'u'llah was conscious of the needs of modern society the considerable development accomplished by humanity during the last few centuries from the intellectual and material standpoint and the almost stationary state in which morality has remained during the same time have as a first result placed the lower classes of society in a still more precarious condition hence the imperious necessity of protecting more efficaciously than is possible by the present laws all categories of incapacitated people or minors one of the most urgent social problems of the present day that our modern communities have to deal with is to stem the ever-increasing infantile criminality it would seem that at a time when precocity becomes a necessity in the struggle for existence crime also has followed the general law accordingly committees for penal reform in the majority of civilized states are studying means for the remedy of such an order of things the application pure and simple of the penalties of law not being recommendable in cases of criminal minors we seem more and more to fall in 
with the institution of certain councils of tutelage charged with withdrawing the child from the centre in which it has become a criminal in order to place it in other surroundings such as a family school institution or patronage where under the supervision of these councils he will be educated and endued with the sense of restraint until the day he is capable of self-government and social duties this role is imparted to the baytul adl agent of the society in its educative mission responsible for the protection of the community against the enemies of society in order to satisfy justice it is not sufficient in fact to absolve as irresponsible those individuals who have been led to crime through youth hereditary defects or the influence of surroundings evil must be prevented in every possible way by quite a series of cautionary institutions this is what abdul baha indicated so clearly in one of his conversations collected by laura clifford barney in the book we mentioned at the beginning of these pages note some answered questions in the place cited chapter seventy seven end note after what we have just seen it is clear that in the future civilization when baha'i ideas will have been universally accepted the function of the baytul adl which is a kind of family council in the community will have under its control almost the whole administration of the city and that naturally it will take the place of our municipal councils we cannot doubt as we said above that such has indeed been baha'u'llah's intention further in other passages of his works he clearly aims not only at a municipal baytul adl but also at a legislative baytul adl sitting as a national parliament and especially at an international baytul adl acting as a tribunal of arbitration it is thus that in concurrence with the ministers of state the baytul adl should be preoccupied with the adoption of a universal language further the affairs of the people are in charge of the men of the baytul adl they are the trustees of god among his servants and the sources of command in his countries o people of god the trainer of the world is justice for it consists of two pillars reward and retribution these two pillars are two fountains for the life of the people of the world inasmuch as for each day and time a particular decree or order is expedient affairs are therefore entrusted to the baytul adl so that it may execute that which it deems advisable at the time administrative affairs are all in charge of the baytul adl and religious questions depend upon that which has been revealed in the book note baha'u'llah tablet of ishraqat 
page thirty seven end note the few passages we have just quoted serve to show all the importance that the Baytul Adl will have in the Baha'i city. The Kitabul Aqdas likewise establishes what the financial resources will be which will permit it to accomplish its task. Note C. Kitabul Aqdas in the place cited, page 9. End note besides what voluntary donations it may receive one of its revenues will consist in the property of those that die intestate and have no legal inheritors the bahai system of succession is characterized by a partition of the inheritance amongst the heirs descendants and collaterals ancestors and spouse according to a fixed proportion when the decuyus dies without leaving a successor in one of the hereditary categories the share of the missing successor goes by right to the baitul adl which likewise receives successions by ischit this will constitute an important part of the receipts to which will be added let us hope in a very modest proportion in a society founded on such principles the product of fines as well as a tax paid once for all by each individual of one-ninth of his capital as his personal contribution to the expenses of the society note each increase of capital is naturally subject to this tax End note. there is another power too which without assuming the official character of the power of the government or of the baitul adl has nonetheless acquired considerable influence in almost all eastern countries and until lately completely unsuspected i wish to speak of the press which began by being merely a reflection of public opinion but which soon became one of the most important factors of its formation successive events for some years in different eastern countries bear witness to its influence it being the same in all latitudes baha'u'llah could not help being preoccupied with such a power at a glance he recognized all the harm that the press could cause if not uniquely employed in the service of truth when the masses are more anxious to find ready-made opinions than to take the trouble of forming their own they are nearly always incapable of distinguishing the mark of sincerity the press which gives to all the news of the whole world which spreads ideas and discoveries which permits the interchange of thoughts between societies which are not in contact would be a marvellous instrument of civilization and union if its members could understand the elevated character of their mission but it behoveth the writers thereof to be sanctified from the prejudice of egotism and desire and to be adorned with the ornament of equity and justice they must inquire into matters as much as possible in order that they may be informed of the real facts and commit the same to writing note baha'u'llah tablet of tarazat page eleven end note 
a press following a similar method would be the most active agent of the union between nations far from exciting them against one another so as to serve some unknown obscure policy of private interests it would contribute with all its might to the establishment of friendly international relations it would adopt the exhortation of the words of paradise gaze unto oneness and hold fast unto the means which conduce to the tranquillity and security of the people of the whole world this span-wide world is but one native land and one locality to the people of baha glory is in knowledge good deeds good morals and wisdom not in native land or station note baha'u'llah words of paradise page fifty two end note when societies will have become imbued with these principles baha'ism will triumph its one aim being to bring such reforms into the world not asking from its adepts any solemn conversion it can only prove the growth of its numbers by seeing its ideas spread more and more and that which was the utopia of yesterday become the reality of tomorrow thus new relations will be daily established between the nations commercial interchange will be multiplied the savants of each country will truly collaborate with their colleagues in other countries and communicate more freely their discoveries and new inventions will no longer be used to perfect instruments of destruction a better distribution of natural forces will allow each state to turn all its riches to account and covetous and unfair competition will be replaced by fruitful emulation under the protection of a peace that will no longer be troubled by risk of war end of section thirteen